Motherfucking podcast, you know what I mean? Damn right. I just want to apologize for the technical difficulties during the last episode. I've been enjoying the video components when I have guests on here. So when the camera crapped out on us last episode, I was pretty bummed. It ended up being dumb as shit. I just had to reformat the fucking SD card. Um, but you know, we were in the middle of shit that night, so I figured it would take a while to figure out, but turns out shit was pretty fucking simple. I'm just a novice videographer, you know what I mean? (laughs) Not even a videographer, I'm just a fucking set the camera up and hit record dude, you know what I mean? But hey man, we fucking out here, got it fixed, hopefully next time, or knock on wood, next time it'll work motherfucking perfect, man. But let's see what we got here today. I know we got a bunch new music. I'm trying to think if anything has happened since we spoke last time. Um, nothing too crazy. Still working like always. Did a fucking couple little performances with my boy P. Butter. He's had a few sets here um, around town. So I popped out with my boy and did what up a few times. Yeah, you know I mean. Gotta support the bros. 
Um, but s- not too much has gone down. Not that I can remember, at least. I'm sure once we get going here, shit will pop in my head here and there, you know what I mean? Uh, but also, it is February, the beginning of February, so happy Black History Month. You know what I mean? I think we talked about it last year, that it, it shouldn't be just a month. It should be always, you know, celebrate everybody always, but that's neither here nor there. Uh, happy Black History Month, man. Let me double check, trying to rack my brain. Also, Pugs of Tawny Phil. Today is Groundhog's Day. My boy Pugs of Tawny Phil saw his shadow, so he said six more weeks. A motherfucking winner. Get the fuck out of here. Fuck out of here. I mean? So, yeah, man. But I guess we'll just get right into new music since we got a shitload of it. It seems like. We got a bunch of hip-hop as always, a little bit of non-hip-hop, you know what I mean? But we're just going to keep the ball motherfucking rolling here, man. So first things first, we got the young god from New York, my boy Joey Badass, put out a new record called The Revenge. Alright, it looks like this might be tied into power. I know he's playing uh, one of the characters on the newest installment of Power. I think his name's Unique. I haven't made it that far yet. I just started Power Ghost. Bo- uh, what is it? Power Book Two Ghosts. You know what I mean? Where Tariq's the main character. I literally just started that the other day. So I got some catching up to do. But just by the cover here, it looks like this might go into the Power series. Uh, but once again, this is Joey Badass. This song is called The Revenge. Bitch, I'm really, really out for blood this time. Look. I just came back for the win. Lot of new money in my hand. Go on, tell a friend, tell a friend. They say success is the best revenge. Heard they was sleeping again, saying no more. This is a rude awakening, kicking the door. Back and I'm better than ever before. Don't get in the stake and I'm ready for war. I see the ice and I'm up in the score. I catch a body and jump in the course. Follow the core and I'm back to the morgue. Take the sheet off and I kill him some more. When I'm done at the scene, I won't leave anything. You won't even know who was involved. Don't let me do it cause I overdo it and do it till I cannot do it no more. All of the dollars, I'm proving them wrong. Back with the classic, I know it's been long. Was missing me while I was gone. I smell the victory back up on top of this where I belong. Like it ain't shit to me. We make it history. Fall through the misery. Whether the storm. Can't let them get to me. No weapon for sure. Prize for RB. Bitches all over my roster. Bitch, I got options. I keep a chopper right on the dresser. Next to the Oscar. Applying pressure. Somebody stop us. Applying pressure. Somebody stop us. Running my class. I'm going to die. I'm going to die. I'm going to die. I just came back for the win. Lot of no money in my head. Go tell a friend, tell a friend. They say success is the best revenge. I just came back for the win. Lot of no money in my head. Go tell a friend, tell a friend. They say success is the best revenge. Badass, you know what I mean? I also forgot to mention, uh, not on music, but I just thought of it as I was recording that shit. Been watching a lot of Bob Ross lately, 
and I saw there's a documentary about him on Netflix. So I want to check that out. I'm going to come back with a progress update. Fucking status report, you know what I mean? Uh, next episode, I'm my boy Bob Ross. But me and my girl have been watching a, a lot of the old school 80s Bob Ross show where he's just literally instructing you how to paint. Had ourselves a little paint date night last night, you know what I'm saying? Now I got my own painting hanging in my fucking studio, man. Alright? Get the fuck out of here. Get the fuck out It's all originals out here, done. <laughs> But yeah, man, shouts to Bob Ross, rest in peace, you know what I'm saying? Let's keep it going with the music. What do we got next? I think we got Joey Badass's big bro in the game. Came up with Smokers Club, cinematic music. We got my motherfucking boy, Big Crit. Got his new joint, So Cool, you know what I mean? She, Had a cap, I would pivot, like really, trying to get millions, get a bigger high view, so vivid, a couple cars, a raw chrome wheeling, you think materials make me sound silly, like really, how are you so cool? shift gears real quick to the ladies of hip-hop but also the ladies of dance hall i don't know if we've talked about shensia on here much but she's probably the the main woman who's running dance hall right now probably her and coffee i think coffee is a little more traditional reggae though but shensia tapped her homegirl meg the motherfucking stallion that we're all familiar with here in America. This is Shen Sia and Meg the Stallion came together for this new joint called Lick. You heard? Damn right. Murder on the beat, so it's not nice. Put me a mouth. Put up me pum pum. Make it go. Click, click, click. I don't want no man way. Want me a mouth? Make that tango.
too much. Big swig like from a sip pick up. Love big dick, but that not enough. Me want me boom boom, suck suck suck. I'm a queen. So boy, go down by your knees. Me want sit down by your head, by your mind. If you dine this break lunch and dinner time, my legs are open wide. Put up me boom boom. Make it tango. I don't want no money. Want me a mouth? Make that tango. Real hot girl shit, yeah, babe. <laughs> also, fun fact, fun random fact, Shansia and I share the same birthday. Both born on October 1st, Libra babies out here. Yeah, I mean, fucking last episode called Libra shit, so you can't get away from it, man. Fucking October 1st, the day of the fucking glorious, yeah, I mean. <laughs> But yeah, man, that Shensi and Meg the Stallion. Um, also, just gonna fucking switch up the pace a little bit. You know what I mean? It's not all about hip hop all the time, but it is all about good music. So we got my fucking homies, Krungbin. They tapped the other homie, Leon Bridges. I don't know if you're familiar. Uh, I believe they're both Texas artists. They had that song, Texas Sun, that was popular a couple years ago. But they collabed again for a new track called B-Side. So this is Krungbin and Leon Bridges' B-Side. Bridges out, eh? 
Gotta switch up the vibe every now and then, you know what I'm saying? And speaking of the chill vibes, the chill vibe them. Today being Bob Marley's birthday. Rest in peace. Happy birthday, Bob Marley. Because if you guys didn't know, if I didn't mention, I've gotten in the habit of splitting these fucking things up into multiple days. So, yeah, man, that's how we doing it now. So today, in the day that I'm speaking in this recording right now in time, Bob Marley's birthday and his sons, that's right, multiple sons, put out a new record. This is Stephen Marley, Ziggy Marley, Julian Marley, Damian Marley, and Kaimani Marley, all in the same song. And the song is called Cornerstone. So rest in peace. Happy birthday, Bob Marley. This is the Marley Bros with Cornerstone. You were... Sedimentary, igneous and metamorphic rocks Elementary, so them thrown into the real roots rock Yeah. 
for those who don't know, that is a Marley, Bob Marley original remix, you know what I'm saying? Done by his own son, so yeah, man. Happy birthday once again, Bob Marley. And we'll just stay on a chill, old school vibe for a second. The fucking OGs, the Red Hot Chili Peppers, apparently are going to put out a new album. And they just released a new song. Uh, Let me see. Yeah, so their new album coming out April 1st is called Unlimited Love. Oh, wow, this little, uh, little banner thing on Apple Music looks pretty dope. But yeah, they're putting out a new album called Unlimited Love, and they released their first single off the album called Black Summer. So this is the motherfucking Red Hot Chili Peppers 2022 shit. Black Summer, you it. A lazy rain am I The skies refuse to cry Cremation takes its piece of your supply like noon a sailor spoke too soon and China's on the dark side of the see those guys still making music out here you know me fucking red hot chili peppers man they've been doing it since at least the 90s if not the 80s i don't even know but yeah man shouts to them what else do we got i know we got some new some other new music you know i mean i guess getting right back to hip-hop as we always do man we got the two young ogs man we got my man benny the butcher featuring j cole i think this is their first collaboration together they did this fire ass song called johnny p's caddy so we're gonna go ahead and get into the motherfucking butcher (laughs) 
it mean a lot to me. You know, this shit don't feel as good as it look. I'ma keep it real with you. I'm straight, though. The street shit made me what I am today, niggas. No, I went so hard, shit, I deserve this shit, niggas. Ah, what you coming, nigga? This ain't my story about rags to riches, more about how I mastered physics. In a game, I used to train like Rocky. Catching chickens. I was nice, but they was right when they told me that rapper business. I had 10 bands in my stash when I passed over half a million. Come easy, no good. Don't be surprised I'll last these niggas. It's like they put out a smash, then they gone in a flash, admit it. And then they make tracks and disses like that's gonna add up the digits. They showing fake racks and pictures like that's gonna attract the pictures. That was really me, nigga. I ain't have to act and conflict it. Only difference is I'm living. And I would've whacked one of them niggas who knew that after drug dealing, I still be casual, spending mil plus annual income. So here's my manual in some And this Esau shit stealing me My ability to turn words to imagery Probably the reason they gon' remember me Figure we walk this tightrope with a feline's agility The streets did so much shit to me I could never live civilly I could never leave the scene without checking my mirrors visually <laughs> Come with that energy cause some shit gon' always stick with me They wanna know what I brought to Griselda I say validity They asking what work that niggas put in I'm like, what didn't we? Problems, then I correct through the obstacles I progress Illogical for them to feel they responsible for our success Besides Kanye West, tell me who else I gotta respect Cause I'm kinda perplexed, it's about time that I got my respect It's the butcher, nigga Let's go About time that I got my respect, it's the butcher, nigga Yeah Cold fucking world Griselda shit, you know what I mean? Griselda, Griselda You know what it is, nigga When I show up On the night I was born, the rain was pouring, God was crying, lightning struck, power outage, sparks was flying, the real ones here, the young boy that walked with lions around the outlines of chalk where the corpse is lying, of course I'm trying to revive a sport that's dying, but the guns and the drug bars that y'all are lying, got these nerves thinking that you niggas hard as iron, but that just mean I ain't as comfortable as y'all with lying, stretching the truth, no I never stress in the booth, they feel the pressure me, I feel like I just left them a masseuse, effortless, how I'm skating on these records is proof, I put your favorite rapper neck in the noose, never letting them loose, cold world, the heat a blast to your speaker, he the last of Mohicans, no weakness, last in my sneakers, nigga want me on the song, he gon' see the wrath of the reaper, I'm probably gon' go to hell if Jesus asked for a feature, I'm higher than niggas, it don't need a bag full of reefer, some see the glass is empty, I see a glass full of ether, collecting his bread and mash like he a Catholic preacher, just to count a nigga cash, you might need a calculus teacher, Eureka, Einstein on the brink of the theory of relativity, really no MC equal, feel me co-pendimethal, crib like the old MTV show, uh, oh God, the best rapper alive, headshot, not going ass, the best rappers that died, they tell you he never lied, nigga. Sir, two of the best young OGs doing it at this time. Promise you that. What else do we got? I know Nikki and Lil Baby put a song out. Uh, I'm going to skip that one, but definitely check that out. I'm not a huge fan of either of them, so, you know, sticking. We got so much new music today, I can't get to everything, but they do did put out a new record, and I am... A, Somewhat of a fan of both of them, you know what I'm saying? Mediocre fan in the middle. Somewhere in there, but check that out. And then 
Of course, we got the OOG, double triple OG. Currency and Alchemist are linking back up. I know they're doing a whole new project together, like their old covert coop shit. But the tape isn't out yet. They just put out the first single or one record from it. Little teaser. This is Currency and Alchemist, Half Moon Mornings. In a tennis skirt, dirty dancing in a stance, she knew that I was the man here. This a chance here, wasn't just about to stand here. Then we disappeared, my car like another planet. This the east side, you don't want to get left and stranded. When it get late, them Uber drivers gonna be canceling. Them the bars outside gonna catch whoever lagging. No picks and choosers, homie, they just gotta have it. Tahitian trees, get the champagne out the cooler for it freeze. Tell them hoes we finna leave. Recess lighting, round table writing. I pictured the list of session for it while we still in here rhyming. I could tell this project would be received well. I could smell, I ain't gon' smoke that bullshit that you trying to sell. Raindrops in the bezel, my watch was under the weather. On the dock rolling pressure, selling stocks to my competitors. Yes, sir, there's a message. Bit, uh, <laughs> yeah, I mean, oh, yeah, I forgot. Cole has another fucking feature. Shouts to Spitter, though. We're definitely gonna check out that project when it comes out. But I forgot to, right after the other Cole feature with Benny, he did another feature where he fucking bodied it. This is a YG song, Scared Money, featuring J. Cole and Moneybag Yo. That's his name, Moneybag Yo, just in case you're unfamiliar. This is Scared Money, you heard? Why you bring that money to the club if you ain't throwing it? How you naked on the ground but in person you ain't showing shit? Why you go against the game, you can't be the nigga join it? Ain't tapping when you got to Cali, got your ass extorted. Brand new quick, I floor it. Brand new bitch, got a heart. Brand new Glock, I door it. Have a nigga running like Forrest. VIP, I'm very important. In the hood, I ain't never no tourist. Got the drop on the op, we door explored. Why she from the streets? Why she real legit? Why she lit? Why she start a business with your bitch? 50 bitches flew to Cabo, YG a trip. Why she think he Kanye West? He got his own kicks. Whoa, fresh out of pandemic, but I ain't rusty. Whoa, have a baby by me, bitch, come be lucky. Whoa, bitch, I'ma throw it all. All the strippers love me. Whoa, walking best dressed, but I ain't no kid cutting. Girl, did he just say what I think he just said? Bitch, yes. Talking like you lit, your bitch better not be ugly. Pull up with a tenner, waist slim, ass chubby. Half a million on my neck, who gon' take it from me? Pussy, we ballin' on you fucking dummies. Scared money, don't make no money. Scared money, don't make no money. Scared money, don't make no money. Pussy, we ballin' on you fucking dummies. I'm so lit, sports center, gotta post my clips. One layup and they treat me like I'm Luka Doncic. 2-6, nigga, and we used to conflict. Turn these brand new YG sneakers into Louboutin kicks. Red bottoms, cause the blood bled out them all down. If I miss them, 400 red dot them all down. I was thinking about walking up a stack of crates. But I was busy stacking cake. <laughs> Cold fucking world, say the whole name. 
Cold think he drizzy Drake, he got his own plane Flew it all around the world and now I'm back, bitch Three cribs in the same neighborhood, I'm that bitch These niggas pay the guy to make it on the shade room Meanwhile I made it on the bitch, I'm hella paid room Roblox when cold drop, they push back, they roll outs That's right, pussy, make room Stay tuned, nigga Talking like you nigga, your bitch better not be ugly Put up with a tenor, waist slim, ass chubby yeah, man. A new Cole just murdering the game left to right, man. You can't escape him, man. It's Cole World. He was lying. But we're going to get to some local music. We got my bro, Gossam Monk. I did a show with uh, the Soul, Sur- Soul Revival show that we had talked about. I think it was November. I did with this gentleman right here. Uh, good vibe about him. Great dude. And he makes great music, too. So he just put out a single called Proper. Wanted to, you know what I'm saying? Shed some light on local legends out here, man. Shouts to God, some monk, you heard? Dishonor, respect, love to the father Surrounded by these angels My wife and my daughter My son just opened up my chakra To make me go harder If you fuck with fam Then I'm handling you proper Ambitions of a monster At the dinner table's lobster For that chicken Valentino My manito was just popular Merkin all imposters Why you think I need to settle down And start the smoking like a roster my mind is in a maze, I find my way out Fight the devil every day, he never stayed out Being stuck in the streets really played out So I made a change, rearrange and create routes Fishy nigga keeps living, I throw away trout When me and my brothers is fishing, we hook and cook them Giving opportunities, half of us overlook them Can't make that same mistake, you give me cake I start the cooking, that's dessert first Chop up in the burst if it has to Feel the wrath of karma on my mama, it'll catch you Clean my act up, got blessed like that you Don't get it twisted and niggas still will blast you After that it's body parts and bags If you dig, I'll take you to the farm And feed you to the pigs, it's that easy, believe me Nigga, if we beefing, you lucky to be breathing Just give me one reason Death before dishonor, respect, love to the father Surrounded by these angels, my wife and my daughter My son just opened up my chakra to make me go harder If you fuck with fam, then I'm handling you proper Ambitions of a monster, at the dinner table's lobster for that chicken Valentino, my manito was just popular. Smirking all imposters. Why you think I need to settle down, 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 down? Don't you know you gotta leave the life that you leave? For the times that it yeah, goes I mean, on, you Shouts to the bro, Godson Monk. That's God, like God, Son, like Father, Son, and Monk, like Buddhist monks. You know what I mean? But yeah, man, great energy about him. You know what I mean? Also, I think he said that show that we did was his first performance, and he killed that, so definitely shouts to him again, you know what I mean? But staying on Local Legends, my motherfucking brother, you know I had to play this shit. We just shot something special for this. I don't want to give it away, ruin the surprise, but I love seeing innovative, thinking outside the box shit, you know what I mean? So keep your motherfucking eyes peeled for P. Butter. This is stressing. Your call has been forwarded to an automatic voice message system. At the tone, please 
to record your message. When you have finished recording, you may hang up or press 1 for more options. I had a rocket and take off cause a nigga need mass space Smoking green with my problems at the end of it Tried to make some music but I'm not really feeling it They giving me advice, honestly I ain't hearing it I'm starting not to give a shit And I'm stressing, stressing Going head up with this depression Call God but can't get a connection May you know that the devil is testing When you be stressing, stressing Going head up with this depression The day said sitting in that cell, always fucking with his brain. Letter was so long, he had to front and back the page. I wanna write back, but I don't know what to say. Probably something like I wish it all could be different. Forget about the real and focus on what isn't. Thinking that the pain would be a little more distant. In the blink of an eye, things would change in an instant. Maybe in the perfect world, I meant to tell you that he just had a baby girl. Shit, he probably won't be there to hear her first words. I can't tell you how much that shit really hurts. Reminiscing, taking back, back, back in the days. Platinum food, food with them 360 ways. Looking back at it, man, it's got me in the days. Shit, or maybe it's this haze. And I'm stressing, stressing. Sir, make sure you check out P Butter's brand new single, Stressing on all streaming platforms. Real fucking hip hop, real music. You know what I mean? Real songwriting. You know what I'm saying? There's a lot of this bullshit music out here, so when you hear genuine music, you gotta appreciate that shit. You know what I mean? So make sure you check that out, man. I think that might be it for new music, finally. Fucking DJ K Pod out here. I got so much new shit. I don't even. <laughs> I mean, basically I'm DJ K-Pot. I got the air horn. I'm putting on the new music, you know what I mean? Just fucking call me DJ K-Pot out here, done. See you, my So that was it for new music. I say that was it like it was just a little bit. We had a fucking whole half hour of that shit. I mean, um, but yeah, we had a bunch of new music. Only a little bit of music news. I saw, first and foremost... Congratulations to ASAP Rocky and Rihanna. I guess they're expecting a baby. 
I know we talked briefly about them getting together. I don't know how long they've been dating or married or whatever the case is. I don't really keep up with the tabloids, you know what I mean? But definitely congratulations to them. I also saw that T.I., Tip Harris, rapper, actor, now stand-up comedian, trying his hand at comedy, which I thought was dope, you know what I'm saying? It's diversify the portfolio out here, man. Expand your motherfucking horizons, done. So shout out to T.I., man. I thought that was super dope. I just saw a brief little clip. He said he's been doing it for a couple weeks or maybe a couple months. I don't remember. He's still new at it, but seemed like he was doing, you know, he's a great speaker, public speaker. Uh, so, yeah, man. I thought that was fucking fire, man. I also saw that Neil Young was basically demanding that his music be removed from Spotify. He said they can have Rogan or Young. Not both. Neil Young demands Spotify remove his music over false information about vaccines. But then I also saw an article that said two weeks after kicking off the revolt against Spotify due to Joe Rogan's vaccine misinformation, Neil Young is taking aim at CEO Daniel Ek, spelled E-K. And it says, to the musicians and creators in this world, I say this. You must be able to find a better place than Spotify to be the home of your art. He writes in a new letter on the Neil Young archives. To the workers at Spotify, I say, Daniel Eck is your problem, not Joe Rogan. Eck pulls the strings. Get out of the place before it eats up your soul. The goals stated by Eck are about numbers, not art and not creativity. In recent days, Eck has introduced a new plan for addressing medical misinformation on the platform, and he's responded to the incredibly hurtful use of the N-word on Rogan's podcast that caused them to remove 70 of his episodes from their library. Young also turned his focus to financial institutions that are not using their resources to combat climate change in his new post, We began by appealing to members of his very own generation to put their money elsewhere. Quote, to baby boomers, I say that 70% of your country's financial assets are in your hands compared to just 5% for millennials, he wrote. You and I need to lead in our age of climate chaos. I say ditch the companies contributing to the mass fossil fuel destruction of Earth for their continued funding of the fossil fuel damage even as the global temperature keeps climbing i say take your money from the accounts of these american banks today chase citibank bank of america and wells fargo join me as i move money away from the damage causers or you will intentionally be one of them he continued You have the power to change the world. We can do it together. Your grandchildren will thank you in history. So, yeah, I guess he diverted from Joe Rogan, but I don't know if you guys heard what's been going on there. But there's been a big kind of uproar against the Joe Rogan experience because, I mean, he is pretty open about him personally not wanting to get the vaccine. I know he's, you know, he's got plenty of money, so he's found other uh, medical options that a lot of us probably wouldn't 
have access to. What do they call that shit? It's fucking in vitro. I don't fucking know. I don't think that's right at all. But <laughs> what I gather is people are getting on Rogan's ass because his opinion bleeds through his podcast, obviously. And then I guess he's had a bunch of guests on there who kind of echo his sentiment that you should not get the COVID vaccine for whatever reason. And I mean, first off, if you're getting your medical advice from the Joe Rogan experience, then you're probably already fucked. <laughs> um, you know, like we've said on here countless times, you can get little tidbits or maybe get an idea that you haven't thought of before, a new perspective, and then do your own fucking research. But apparently people have been really pissed trying to get him banned from the platform because of what Neil Young said, his false claims and spreading negative information about COVID. And then lo and behold, I think it was, this was like a couple weeks ago. And then literally this last week, there was a montage that came out. It's basically a bunch of clips that someone threw together of Rogan just saying the N-word over and over and over again. I'm not going to play it on here because obviously we don't need to listen to anybody just say the N-word over and over again, let alone a fucking white dude. What the fuck So I'm not going to play that. And I know he made an apology video too, which kind of seems pointless to play as well. Um, you know, that's just like the the chain of events nowadays people get called out about some shit and they just put out an apology video it just seems a little too like cookie cutter especially just given his age like rogan is at least in his 50s you know what i mean he's been in the entertainment industry since the fucking 90s fear factor and shit and even before that so it's like bro you you knew you shouldn't be saying that shit you know what i mean like come on bro you know better and just the sheer amount of clips that there were i was like Damn, dude. You what, know what, what I mean? Like, we're all human. We make mistakes. Shit. But there was a lot of them. You know what I mean? But I did want to read a quick little excerpt or a photo caption, rather, from David Goggins. I know we've talked about David Goggins on here at least once. I read his book, Can't Hurt Me. Fucking super badass military dude. Um... What's the term? Ultra marathonist or extreme marathonist? I don't know, like super fucking gnarly ass dude. But he also happens to be a black man. And he, I believe he's friends with Joe. I know he's been on the podcast. But he posted a photo of himself, Dave Chappelle, Rogan, and Donnell Rawlings. Kind of coming to Joe's defense. And I wanted to just read that real quick because I thought that it was pretty interesting to hear a different perspective. You know, most people are going to jump on the fuck Joe Rogan, let's cancel him bandwagon, which obviously, like, you know, if you're going to do some shit like that, you kind of have th these repercussions coming your way, you know what I mean? Because, you know, you sound idiotic, and I think he knows that. He, I, From what I watched in the apology video, I didn't watch the whole thing, but... He definitely knows he fucked up, you know what I'm saying? But I just want to read this real quick and, you know, shed a, a different perspective. Again, not condoning him using that word or saying he was right or like, oh, no, it's okay, he's got black friends, that fucking bullshit. Um, just to show a different perspective from what you're probably fucking seeing on Twitter and all that other shit, you know what I mean? 
The caption of the photo written by David Goggins says, I've been attacked by a few people for being friends with Joe Rogan as of late. Funny, you must have mistaken me for someone who actually gives a fuck about your opinion. Like I said, Goggins is military dude, super badass, so he curses a lot. He's very, like, brash, but that's why I fuck with this dude. (laughs) He goes, first, do I think Joe Rogan is racist? No. Was Joe wrong for saying, and he actually writes the N-word. I'm not going to say it. Was Joe wrong for saying the N-word? Yes. When I was growing up, and even in my later years, I was called the N-word more times than I can count. It was never, quote-unquote, N-word. It was the actual word that he writes. That said, I know racist motherfuckers and can vouch for Joe. The fucked up thing about all of this is that all eyes aren't on Joe because of his use of the N-word, rather for his views on other matters. They are using race, which is a real, emotionally charged, divisive subject, as a smokescreen for the real issue, and that is what pisses me off. If you have an issue with someone, let that issue be the issue. Don't hide it behind something else. These podcasts have been around for years, and no one has said shit about them until now because Joe's voice doesn't fit some agenda. If you don't walk lockstep with whatever the fuck is going on, and don't agree with it, you risk someone going into the archives of your life and finding whatever dirt they can and exploiting you. We are slowly being walked down a path where we lose our voice. We don't all need to agree with one another, but we have to respect the fact that people should be able to say whatever the fuck they want to say, otherwise known as freedom of speech. Whether you listen or not, should be your choice. I remain completely independent with no sponsors or partnerships, so I don't ever have to issue an apology for who the fuck I am and what the fuck I say. What the hidden message here to me is the fact that people in positions of power don't believe we are smart enough to be able to hear different opinions or capable of making our own decisions. All you judging motherfuckers, take some time to think about what would happen to you if all of the skeletons in your closet were put on display for everyone around you to see. Perhaps you want to think again before rushing to judgment. It's important in life, whether people like it or not, for you to be who the fuck you are and to say what you want to say 100% of the time. So obviously, like he said, you know, Was Joe wrong for saying that shit? Absolutely. You fucked up. It was fucked up. You sound like a fucking idiot. You know what I mean? Like, I'm sure he's well aware of that now. And my thing is, why don't you just say the N-word? If you really need to talk about the word, like, don't, you don't need to say the actual word. You can still just say the N-word and it's going to fucking get the point across. You know what I mean? The story's going to have the same impact, most likely. I mean, I remember, what's that clip that was going around from, like, the real world or some shit? It was sort of the same scenario. Uh, there was a white dude in the house who was basically telling a story about how him and his friend, who's a black man, were out at lunch or something like that, and someone called his friend the N-word. But he says the word. He's like, and I mean, he's describing the story like he was offended for his friend and he was trying to get his friends back. But then there's a black girl in the house who was like, dude, like, that's great. You know what I mean? Like, I get it. But you don't, you, 
you don't have to fucking keep saying the word. You're just doubling down on it basically now. Like that hateful fucking bigot person said that shit to your friend. You know what I mean? Okay. That's part of life, unfortunately. But you telling this story or whatever, like you don't have to keep fucking doubling down on this shit. Just say the N-word if you really need to talk about it conversationally. But Goggins kind of looked at the situation and he knew, you know, he's like, okay, well, let me look at this from, let me take a step back and look at what's going on here. But he knows his character. He knows that there wasn't any malice behind him using it. And Joe has obviously learned his lesson and doesn't say it anymore. That's the important part. You know, he admitted he was wrong. You can't go back and erase life. You know what I mean? Like, you actually said that shit. So he's, he owned up to it, took accountability, apologized for it, and changed his actions. You know what I mean? You know, reiterating. I am not here to tell you what to say, what to think, to, to change who you are, whatever. All I'm saying is be conscious of the words that escape your mouth. Speak with conviction. You know what I mean? Because even like this scenario with Joe, you may not have been saying it with malintent. You didn't mean any harm by it. But just think about, break down what you are saying. The meaning behind the word, regardless of what you meant by it. Just think of the origin of the word, what that word really means. You know what I mean? Um, yeah, I don't know. That's that's the best <laughs> that's the best dissertation I can give on this as a fucking non-black person. You know what I'm saying? Um, but yeah, like they said, he Goggins kind of echoed my theory that a lot of people who were fucking super pissed about. The COVID shit, the Rogan COVID false information shit that was going on. I think people who were livid about that kind of magnified this this scenario to kind of, you know what I mean, get more people on their side type of shit. I don't know. It sounds like people got beef with Rogan, uh, Neil Young included. I was going to play a song of his. I probably will at the end of the pod just because we played so much fucking music. You know what I mean? We got to keep it rolling a Fuck well, no, actually, I take that back. Uh, it sounded like Neil Young, you know, initially kind of was firing at Rogan, but like he said in the letter, he was more or less targeting Spotify now. Spotify itself as a platform, kind of saying like, you guys are responsible for, you know, filtering or kind of reviewing maybe the shit that comes out on these platforms. Because even like right here, I'm recording this pod right now, and I could upload it, and it'll be distributed to Spotify. I guarantee no one's checking what I'm saying on here. You know what I mean? I could be saying the wildest, most outlandish shit in the world. Um, And yeah, so that is a valid point from Neil Young, you know what I mean? <laughs> like, I was actually talking to my dad about this issue, and he was saying, made the analogy of the newspapers. You know what I mean? When newspapers were printed, I mean... I'm sorry, sure they still make them nowadays, but when's the last time you fucking read an old school newspaper? But when they would print those, there was a checks and balances system where, you know, they had to print factual information. And if they didn't do that, they had to basically publish the, what do you call it? The edits or like the, the rebuttal, the actual facts. You know what I mean? Like, hey, we fucked up. <laughs> but yeah, I, you know. 
Spotify and Apple Music and stuff started as music platforms, so I guess they weren't really thinking about that stuff as far as like news and media and broadcasting, but now that they do podcasts are so popular and podcasts still have such a vague kind of set of rules and guidelines and shit, so it is kind of a gray area, you know what I mean? Neil Young is not incorrect, and I will play one of his songs at the end here, you know what I'm saying, but we got to keep it rolling. Uh, you know, keep it pushing here, man. I don't know. Some food for thought, you know what I mean? A little food for thought, eh? She, she, she. It's funny, too, because I know when I started this podcast, I had said the podcast that I listen to the most and I'm the biggest fan of were Joe Rogan Experience, the Joe Budden podcast, and the Bill, uh, Bill Burr's podcast, Monday Morning Podcast. But honestly, like the JRE, once they went strictly Spotify, I kind of stopped listening. Once Rory and Maul left the Joe Budden podcast, I stopped listening. And then Bill Burr's Monday Morning podcast, I just, you know, kind of stopped listening. I know I said Rory and Maul got their own shit. Tune into that pretty infrequently. I guess I still watch Drink Champs and Nine Club, the skateboarding pod. Whenever I'm at work, I'll just listen to those. But I don't know, man, you know. Cause the times they are a changing. What the fuck is this piece <laughs> of shit? Um, but yeah. Also, for uh, that was a super long. Somehow that was still music news. <laughs> the super long-winded music news. But we also, I saw. I know we talked about Anuel Doblea. I was watching this mini documentary they have on YouTube about him where they did use his lyrics in court. I know we talked about that like way back in the early episodes. So I thought that was interesting. They actually did use his lyrics against him. And I also saw somewhere, probably on Twitter or some shit, I guess Jay-Z and Meek Mill are currently in the process of legally trying to fight just that trying to legally fight or ban the use of lyrics in court um because yeah i mean they tied up my boy doble and i know i played all those like screamo hardcore joints that are you know the lyrics are fuck it the music sounds like demonic and just heavy as fuck satanic type shit and then a lot of the times the lyrics are pretty grotesque and vulgar and just like out there, you know what I mean? So, I uh, I think music is art, and just take that shit out of the courts, bro. If it's not physical proof, you know what I mean? Like, just because you said some shit, it's like Goggins said, freedom of speech, bro. What the fuck happened to freedom of speech, man? You know what I mean? Back up what you say. If you're going to say some shit, you better, you know what I mean? Well, they say don't write a check, your ass can't cash, or whatever the fuck. I don't know, man. But yeah, freedom of speech is uh, in danger these days, it seems like. Also, quick on music, rest in peace to the legends, Meatloaf, fucking rock and roll singer. You know what I mean? And funk and blues singer, Syl Johnson. And then not music related, but also rest in peace to comedian Louis Anderson. So yeah, man, I think that was it for music-ish stuff. And I guess kind of kind of just staying on entertainment, more or less. 
talk sports real quick. Uh, the Super Bowl's coming up next weekend. Halftime show supposed to be huge. They got fucking Snoop, Dre, Eminem, Kendrick, Mary J. Blige, I think. Like, they literally got fucking everybody, bro. Let me see this shit. Super Bowl halftime show. Yeah, you know I me. Mean? Yeah, so everybody that I just said. That's a crazy lineup for the halftime of Super Bowl. I saw Snoop had posted some shit. Hey, yo, I heard there's two football teams playing at a Snoop show, Snoop concert coming up. Because, yeah, I mean, me personally, like, I'm pretty much tuning in just for the halftime show. Good luck to, what is it, the Bengals and the Rams are the are going head-to-head in the Super Bowl. So good luck to both teams. Fucking Joe Burrow, young OG out here for the Bengals. I'm probably rooting for the Bengals. Uh, my parents are currently living up in Cincy, so... I mean, that'll be my temporary home team for the time being. So go Bengals. Also big news, Tom Brady fucking retired from football, man, after I don't know how many years. As long as I can remember, he's been playing football. But he wrote a little, like, retirement uh, statement, speech kind of thing and posted it. Let me see if I can find this real quick. He had this super long-winded, like, four or five text thing, but I'm just going to read this one quick one that's kind of straight to the point. Tom Brady says, I have always believed the sport of football is an all-in proposition. If a 100% competitive commitment isn't there, you won't succeed, and success is what I love so much about our game. There is a physical, mental, and emotional challenge every single day That has allowed me to maximize my highest potential. And I have tried my very best these past 22 years. Damn. So yeah, since I was fucking... What? Nine years old? Wow. There are no shortcuts to success on the field or in life. This is difficult for me to write, but here it goes. I am not going to make that competitive commitment anymore. I have loved my NFL career, but now it is time to focus my time and energy on other things that require my attention. So yeah, man. Big shout out to Tom Brady, you know what I'm saying? Standing ovation, that man played forever. One of the best quarterbacks to ever touch a football, throw a football. Uh, obviously many more to come, you know what I'm saying? Young Burrow, fucking Mahomes, all these young dudes up here killing it, but 22-year career playing as long and as well as he did, that shit ain't easy, you know what I'm saying? So yeah, bro, big shout to Tom Brady. Motherfucker, I mean, some people call him the GOAT, you know what I mean? But it's personal preference, man. So let's move it right along, hey. I guess also just on COVID real quick, because we were talking about the Rogan shit. Um, I saw that up in Canada, in Ottawa, apparently there are a bunch of COVID protesters. I don't even know. Yeah. I don't know what's going on. It's a bunch of truckers. It said, the ongoing truckers protest in the Canadian capital is out of control, the Ottawa mayor said on Sunday announcing a state of emergency as the city center remained blocked by opponents of anti-COVID measures. The protesters, who first reached the capital on January 29th, have parked their big rigs on city streets and put up tents 
and temporary shacks. Mayor Jim Watson announced a state of emergency that reflects the serious danger and threat to the safety and security of residents posed by the ongoing demonstrations and highlights the need for support from other jurisdictions and levels of government, a statement from the city said. So yeah, I mean, in the video, it sounds like a soccer game. It's a bunch of trucks out here just blaring their horns, fucking like those, what do you call it, the... Vuvuzela, I think it's called. I don't even know. <laughs> what is that shit called? Vuvuzela? Zuvuzela? <laughs> and how the fuck do you spell it? Vuvu. Okay. Yeah, it is Vuvuzela. V U V U Z E L A. Little Vuvuzela. Yeah, does that need to be one of the noises on the, on the board? <laughs> I don't know. We'll see. Looks like Venezuela, Vuvuzela. Where's it from? Where is this shit? I need to know now, man. Origin. From South Africa, from the Zulu language. Okay. That's dope. Now you know, man. In case you were wondering. (laughs) All right. Um, Was that it for COVID stuff? I think so. We got a bunch of weed stuff, so I'm trying to get to everything else before we get on the weed stuff. I also saw that there was a huge volcano eruption in Tonga, which I had literally never even heard of, but definitely prayers to Tonga. It was so big that they could they were taking pictures of it from space, from the plume cloud and everything. Uh, but let me see if I can find this article. It says... An underwater volcano erupted this morning near the remote Pacific nation of Tonga, triggering tsunami warnings in Australia, Japan, and for the west coast of the United States, causing strong waves and currents in many coastal areas. The volcano's eruption registered a 7.4 on the Richter scale, sending plumes of gas and ash at least 12 miles into the atmosphere, a four-foot tsunami wave was reported to have hit Tonga's capital, uh, Nakualufa. It's N N U K U apostrophe A L O F A. Nakualufa, sending people rushing to higher ground, and witnesses said ash had fallen from the sky, making it difficult to breathe. But the extent of injuries and damage is difficult to assess since communication with the island is down. A booming sound after the initial eruption was heard as far away as New Zealand, nearly 1,500 miles away. In the United States, officials urge residents of the coastal areas in much of the west coast, Alaska and Hawaii, to stay from the coastline and move to higher ground. And I know there were some after effects as well. Let me see. NASA researchers have an estimate of the power of a massive volcano eruption that took place on Saturday near the island nation of Tonga. We came up with a number that's around 10 megatons of TNT equivalent. James Garvin, the chief scientist at NASA's Goddard Space Flight Center, told NPR. That means the explosive force was more than 500 times as powerful as the nuclear bomb dropped on Hiroshima. Uh, 
at the end of World War II. The blast was heard as far away as Alaska and was probably one of the loudest events to occur on Earth in over a century, according to Michael Poland, a geophysicist with the U.S. Geological Survey. Researchers who have been studying the volcano since 2015 say it was likely caused by seawater flowing into a chamber filled with magma. And then I saw... Peru's government has declared the spill of some 6,000 barrels of oil an ecological disaster and has demanded compensation from Repsol. The oil spill on the Peruvian coast was caused by the waves from an eruption of an undersea volcano in the South Pacific nation of Tonga. The task, which began Tuesday, January 18th, is an arduous one. The Environment Ministry said 174 hectares, equivalent to 270 football fields, of coast were affected and some 118 hectares at sea. Marine currents have dispersed the oil all the way to the coast of Chonke District, I don't know where that is. Um, More than 40 kilometers from where the spill occurred. Okay. The health ministry has identified 21 affected beaches and warmed bathers to stay away. So, yeah, I mean, prayers for Tonga, obviously. Prayers for everyone on the West Coast, Peru. Everyone that they said... um, you know, was going to feel the effects of this volcano, you know what I'm saying, the after effects from the ocean or whatever. But it sounds fucking nuts, you know. You, I don't know, I guess we get so wrapped up in our little worlds that we forget shit like that can happen at any moment, you know what I mean? Fucking uh, Dante's Peak type shit. So, yeah, man. Crazy shit going on right now. And I got, I think, one more sort of environmental thing here i guess maybe environmental is not the right word but dealing of the earth and earthly things right and of non-earthly things (laughs) so this says auction house sotheby's dubai has unveiled a diamond that's literally from out of this world Sotheby's calls the 555.55 carat black diamond believed to have come from outer space they call it the enigma the rare gem that shows off on monday january 17th to journalists as part of a tour in dubai and los angeles before it's due to be auctioned off in february in london so this month wow Sotheby's expects the diamond to be sold for at least 5 million british pounds which is 6.8 million dollars They plan to accept cryptocurrency as a possible payment as well. Sophie Stevens, a jeweler at Sotheby's Dubai, told the Associated Press that the number five bears an important significance to the diamond, which has 55 facets as well. The shape of the diamond as this today with its 55 facets is based on the Middle Eastern palm symbol of the Kamsa, K-H-A-M-S-A, which stands for strength, and it stands for protection, she said. Kamza in Arabic means five. 
So there's a nice theme of the number five running throughout the diamond. She added, Stevens also said the black diamond is likely from outer space with the Carbonado diamonds, we believe that they were formed through extraterrestrial origins with meteorites colliding with the earth and either forming chemical vapor deposition or indeed coming from the meteorites themselves, she said. Black diamonds, also known as Carbonado, are extremely rare and are found naturally only in Brazil and Central Africa. So I thought that was fucking nuts. The Enigma. You know what I mean? It's fucking... Yeah, man. I don't even know what to say about that shit. (laughs) It really is an enigma. You know what I mean? A black diamond from outer space as a result from a meteorite crashing against the Earth or just a meteorite doing meteorite shit. You know what I mean? You create the motherfucking enigma. Damn right! But yeah. I thought that shit was fire. We'll see if anyone buys it this month in Sotheby's London. You know what I mean? But let me double check. I think that might have been everything else that we wanted to talk about. So we can finally get into this weed shit here. I saw that Thailand became the first country in Asia to decriminalize marijuana. Which is a huge step And then I think, uh, what was it, Mississippi, I believe, also just decriminalized or legalized medical marijuana as well. Um, Let me see. I think, I thought I took a a screenshot of all this shit. All right, I can't find those, but yeah, shouts to Thailand and Mississippi. You know what I mean? Finally going down the right path. Um... And just speaking of legalization and shit, I guess I'll play this quick little video here. So the caption says, Gary Chambers Jr. smokes a blunt in new ad for U.S. Senate seat. Gary Chambers Jr. puffs on a blunt while decrying the impact of anti-drug laws that have locked up people for possession of marijuana in a new web ad released Tuesday morning by the Democratic candidate challenging John Kennedy for the U.S. Senate seat. I'm a... I don't know if that's related to JFK, but if this guy's just name is John Kennedy off of uh, coincidence, I don't know, man. Every 37 seconds, someone is arrested for possession of marijuana, Chambers says, while sitting in an easy chair in a field. Since 2010, state and local police have arrested an estimated 7.3 million Americans for violating marijuana laws over half of all drug arrests. Wow. The ad is guaranteed to attract attention because no candidate for statewide office or probably any office in Louisiana has smoked marijuana in a blunt to appeal to voters. And let me see if I can find this video because he obviously speaks a little more. Um, Hang on one second. Every 37 seconds, someone is arrested for possession of marijuana. Since 2010, state and local police have arrested an estimated 7.3 million Americans for violating marijuana laws, over half of all drug arrests. Black people are four times more likely to be arrested for marijuana laws than white people. States waste $3.7 billion enforcing marijuana laws every year. Most of the people police are arresting aren't dealers, but rather people with small amounts of pot, just like me. 
I'm Gary Chambers, and I'm running for the U.S. Senate, and I approve this message. Well, yeah, he's literally just sitting in the middle of an open field smoking a blunt like your favorite uncle type shit. So, you know what I mean? Shouts to Gary Chambers Jr. Breaking the mold. Fucking not afraid to be who he is, you know what I mean? So I definitely appreciated that. But I saw a couple other things about cannabis or marijuana that I thought were interesting. One of them being about cars. Um, This thing says, unlike traditional ones, super capacitators, as hemp batteries are called, can quickly discharge their entire energy load. Canadian and American researchers have developed batteries from hemp, which are used to power cars and tools. As reported by Facts About CBD, the researchers built the batteries from cooked cannabis pulp and processed it into carbon nanosheets. The result, batteries equal to or better than graphene, the industry gold standard. Hemp batteries, when someone's garbage becomes treasure for others. (laughs) Best of all, this invention is sustainable and economical. Since hemp pulp is not used for the textile and construction industry anymore, therefore usually ends up in landfills. Hemp pulp costs between $500 and $1,000 per ton, a price much lower than that of graphene, which costs approximately $200,000 per ton. If we do the math, this means that the raw material to produce this new energy model would be between 200 and 400 times cheaper than that of a classic battery. Unlike traditional ones, Supercapacitators, a.k.a. hemp batteries, can quickly discharge their entire energy load. Therefore, they are ideal for machines but rely on bursts of energy, such as regenerative braking in electrical cars. So I thought that was super interesting. It sounds like they may not be as energy efficient, per se, as, as far as like sustaining the energy in the battery, which is what batteries are fucking used for. But like they said, they're just simply the price to make it you know what i mean overhead and profit and how much we're harming the planet seems to be way less significant than the traditional batteries that we use now and as you guys know once you're done with the battery there's all this battery acid and toxic shit in there you never fucking know what to do with it like do i recycle it do i throw it away so if you had a hemp battery you know what i'm saying pack this in the bowl smoke i'm kidding <laughs> Fuck out of <laughs> Nah, don't smoke that shit, but it does sound like it'll be more friendly to the earth and friendly to the economy as well, so may not be a horrible idea, you know what I mean? Uh, I guess just speaking of economy and cannabis, though, I did see this quick little excerpt about um, people trying to monopolize the game, more or less. It says, if you think two or three powerful companies owning and controlling the sales of all regulated marijuana sounds like a good thing, you can click away from this article and go on with your day in peace. (laughs) But if the thought of a market controlled by Marijuamazon, Canna Uber, or Weedbook, a.k.a. Weediverse, is unsettling to you, let us introduce you to a valuable concept, antitrust laws. As the power grab for control of the multi-billion dollar industry heats up, consumers and patients need antitrust protection. 
by applying the concepts of antitrust law to all federal cannabis reform. Now we can avoid the creation of national monopolies before it's too late and create a diverse and fair marijuana market instead. So what are antitrust laws and why should you care? In short, when we lived in a different but similar gilded age, quote-unquote, when oil tycoon John D. Rockefeller rocked a top hat as opposed to Jeff Bezos wearing a space helmet on his rocket joy rides, our government was pressured to address rising inequality by creating laws to prevent monopolies. Corporate influence has led to these laws being scaled back in practice, but the basic objective of antitrust laws remains to protect the process of competition for the benefit of the consumers. Big tobacco and alcohol companies are making significant investments into cannabis and creating their own front groups and even larger conglomerates are openly expressing their interest in getting into the industry once the product is federally legal. And yet, the future of federal legalization is up for grabs. To the frustration of us all rooting for federal marijuana law reform, no piece of legislation has even made it to a vote in both chambers of Congress. Instead of relying on profiteers, we can stick with the roots, the people. This moment calls for a united effort to preemptively crack down on national cannabis monopolies. We don't need to start from scratch. Marijuana regulation may be relatively new, but regulation itself is not. Neither are antitrust laws that lead to more competition, better wages, and innovation. So yeah, it sounds like more or less... um, they're trying to put these antitrust laws in place so that, like they said, you know, jokingly, Marijuamazon, these big companies like Amazon, Facebook, fucking uh, Tesla, you know what I mean? All these companies can't just swoop in and kind of own the market. Like, imagine if you could own, you know, weed becomes federally legal throughout the whole country, but you could only buy it through Amazon. I mean, it'd be dope if it's delivered to your door and shit like that, but... You know, it, it limits options. You can't shop around, check for better prices, different products, things like that. Maybe you just don't like the fucking, the label or some dumb shit. You know what I mean? I don't know. But, yeah, it, it protects a fucking, what America stands for. You know what I mean? Free marketplace. Get the fuck out of here. Think you're going to own this shit and run this shit? Fuck out of here. Fuck out of here. I mean... Um, but that might have been it. Let me triple, double, quadruple check here. Yeah, I think we finally reached the end here. I did want to mention, I've been getting into matcha, and it might just be my new shit. I don't know if you guys have ever tried matcha before. I've always been a big fan of coffee and tea, but I'd never, matcha, I guess, is like, from what I read, it's the, it's a powder version of green tea, more or less. A Japanese powdered green tea, kind of. So if you like tea, check out matcha, man. I had a chai matcha, you know what I'm saying? Fucking sipping that shit the other day. I said, matcha matchas be my new shit, man. She, she, she. I mean, but yeah, man. I think this is going to wrap it up for episode 68. 
You guys know the motherfucking vibe. Stay safe, stay smart, stay sexy, and stay motherfucking tuned. Um, I got the camera fixed, like I said, so we'll be back on the video tip soon. I just, you know, apologize. Shit happens, man. Fuck you want me to do, huh? <laughs> but yeah, until next time, till episode 69. Oh, I mean, yeah. I'll see you guys then, man. Peace.